For the last four years, you came to this podcast to get your needs met, to be fulfilled, to get a pro wrestling pop culture and that oh so naughty feeling tingled inside with a little bit of grass sprinkled on top. Now it's time for your hosts, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. You are tuned in to the IndyCast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the IndieCast After Dark. Who the fuck are you? I know, right? I'm like, <laughs> well, I love that uh, you posted last week, like, hey, we're taking a little vacation. A little vacation or a car accident. It happens, yeah, well, it happens to the best of us. Um, but yes, no, I'm back. Fuck, everybody's okay. That's the, go- the, the ghost part. of Christmas fuck, I'm here. And, uh, <laughs> the ghost of Christmas fuck. And so we're doing an After Dark episode, and we're really going in this alternate universe where, like, what if the IndieCast wasn't about wrestling? No. Right. <laughs> Um, so we've got some some things that we're going to discuss here, um, and sort of piggybacking off of last week's episode, the big crossover with um, Monster of the Week, we wanted to kind of incorporate everything all at once. So, yeah. by the way, because of that episode, I'd like to say a few things. First off, okay, episode was hysterical. If you haven't gone and listened to them yet, go listen to them now. Um, they're really good, and go find Monster of the uh, Monster of the Week. Go find Frightful Failures, Frightful Failures also over on SoundCloud. on SoundCloud. Same with us, not on our network. Though why we didn't just add them onto the network, I don't know. Well, because um, we have wrestling in the name of our network, and Frightful Failures is not a wrestling. We podcast. also have nerds in the name of our network, and we put mm-hmm. Monster of the Week on all the time. And that's always kind of how I picture it now: is that our network is wrestling or nerds and or nerds okay. or both okay. it just depends I'm alright with that um, but yeah. wrestling or nerds radio network just sounded weird so I figured we'd stick with what it was um, but amazing for that uh, amazing that the Frightful Failures podcast is coming back because I am obviously <laughs> number one fan number one fan of the Frightful Failures on film <laughs> podcast I was I used to listen to it every time it's like uh, okay, why are you great. this excited Chad, calm know. down um, but, but the other thing I'm also very curious about is how the fuck you're going to find time to do another goddamn podcast with every other thing that you do? Yeah, true. With the t-shirts and us and Punk Pro and all I, that I, I push all the editing on TN. That's the secret. Oh, nice. There That's we go. I, I fly Oh, so it's a lot like what I do. Yes, I just I, I just record it and then send you a I'm file. the talent and somebody there else deal okay, with me. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, good to know then. So, uh... Now, now we know how it, my exactly. side of the world Exactly. Like so, um... What we're doing here is we're going to try to bridge the gap here and include everything all at once. Uh, so, to anybody who has skipped over the Monster of the Week episodes, Monster of the Week is a conversational tabletop game. It's based on cliches from shows like Supernatural and Buffy and Scooby-Doo and things like that. Um, it's a conversational improv role-playing game. That's my sales pitch that I give for it. And so, we've done a, a, an episode, a full run, mm-hmm. previously on the network. We did a short episode that was a crossover that Chad just mentioned. And so now we're setting up for a future episode. So Chad and Shelley, who are joining me here on the episode, are going to uh, showcase the characters that they've created for a future adventure. We're going to rope Luna in, and we'll have a she nice She will little... make a character that will right. look suspiciously like, like Helen Carter. Carter. <laughs> um, yeah, I keep posting uh, like images that I'm, I'm putting together for the Monster of the Week adventures with the actors that everybody chooses, and the official Monster of the Week... <laughs> 
Twitter account won't retweet those, and I'm like, do, are they worried because it's like I have two pictures of Helen Bottom Carter on here? Like, is that what they're worried about? You're gonna have 87 pictures of Helen right. Bottom Carter. By that's the, the that's the season finale. That's is all the Helen Bottom Carters that converge would be amazing if we can get, like, and become a, a Helen Bottom Prime? Oh my else. gosh, like mini robots coming exactly. together. I like it. <laughs> so, um, so they've uh, Chad and Shelley have both created their own characters here, their own classes, and thankfully. They've picked different classes, so we're not just dealing with a hundred spookies and a hundred experts like they're they're new classes we haven't done yet, and so they're going to give a little breakdown of of them, their characters, and we'll figure out how are they connected, and then it'll be the ultimate tease for a mystery that we'll put together. That's right. And by the way, I can't tell you how super excited I am for this because Shelley has never actually done a full on role playing game before. I'm um, not a nerd enough. I think. I think we. I think you are out now. I, I think after many years of, of a little too popular once yeah. to have played this. More I think in of, my of life. many years of adulting with me, you are officially now geeky enough to, to do an actual role playing game, honey. I'm the sorry. same way that I tell you you can't get any blacker by association <laughs> is the same thing with nerdum. Like I, I'm, I'm more open with my geekdoms, but that doesn't mean I can be more open. I can be more open with my blackness. How dare you? (laughs) I was I was really that that phrase was in my head and I was like, Chad, please (laughs) if we've ever had telepathy, please let it be now. I was spiking that ball down. I was spiking that setup. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. By the way, fight the power. Well I was (laughs) gonna say the the Alan clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Anyway, um we're the very. The we're very. It's for the children. We're very white. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. So anyway, so uh, the only other thing, the other, the only other thing hanging out here in the in the ether is now that you guys are going to have characters for Monster of the Week. Mm-hmm. I have a character for Monster of the Week. Luna has a character for Monster of the Week. She's got two. Um, they both look like Helen. <laughs> right. Now the the pressure's on for the Hammerfist boys. Oh. Yeah. They got to have Monster of the Week characters, and then maybe we could down. do we, we could do a Skype. Monster of the Week I, session sometime? You know what? After we do the one that, that you do for the, the IndieCast official episode, I will borrow the book and I will actually... <laughs> I, will, I, will roll, I will be the, uh, the, the dungeon master for Excellent. that one, as it were. So, Excellent. The whitest so. phrase you've ever said. I know. Yeah. I'm like, what? What are we talking about right now? <laughs> so you see... Um, yeah, exactly. A dungeon uh, master. Cast magic missile. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Which is pretty close to what I have here, Good. by the by. Well, let's start then. So, Chad, um, yes. tell us about yourself. So, oh, actually, what is your class? I did not pick a magic missile, amazingly enough. Oh, uh, I am a spell slinger. Okay. Close. Uh, so, I, yeah. yeah. Well, I am a wizard, basically. Yeah, good. Uh, named Walter Tristan. Very nice. Uh, Were you a former insurance agent? <laughs> no, but, I, I, but I've definitely seen some shit. I've okay, definitely good. seen some accidents. I've definitely seen some... Uh, some horrible stuff in my life because I am definitely a um, a slightly middle aged gentleman, a uh, little older, a little weary eyed. Okay, uh, clothes clothes are a little rumpled. I kind of grabbed whatever smelled clean off the pile today good, when good. I got up. Um, not so charming. Definitely okay. not cool anymore. So this <laughs> might be a little too close to home. Um, I say this is supposed to be fantasy and right, like far reaching. Uh, no, well, in this part there is at least the idea of cool here. Okay. Um, but otherwise, uh, very sharp, can definitely read the situation. Good. Uh, definitely tough. I'll kick somebody's ass without a problem. Good. Uh, and definitely a little, little bit weird, but that Excellent. should be expected Excellent. because I can cast magic, obviously. Um, so what are your um, moves? You're, you're out of... Uh, quick uh, recap, uh, every hunter has like a certain set of regular things that they can do. They can fight, they can um, read situations, they can... 
help each other out. There's like basic shit, but then every class has its own list of here's the super cool exclusive stuff that they can do. Well, here's a couple. Uh, first off, I get combat magic, which many don't. That sounds amazing, so, and that sounds like a band that I would have yeah, gone to see in high school. Right. Um, so I get to pick three variants of combat magic, at okay. least with one base. So I actually took two bases because I wanted. Okay. There's a blast base, which is uh, a close range shot, and then cool. there is a ball, which Good. is <laughs> a um, sphere of fear. Sphere of fear. Throw them um, balls. Which is a little more, which is a little more portable. Excellent. Um, and then my moves, I get uh, tools and techniques because I have to have those for my combat magic, obviously. Okay. Uh, I have a move called "Could Have Been Worse." Uh, that when I just the most indie cast name of a move I, ever. Which, like, oh, which when I mi- sucks. when I miss with my magic. Um, I can roll to either have it fizzle out or have it just glitch all the hell, which Good, could beautiful. be a lot of fun. Beautiful. Uh, and then uh, I have one called Not My Fault, which is also another very indie cast one. Uh, I, I love the side note. I love the writing in this game. Uh, like I, I love like the you know. I get a plus one to act under pressure. Good. Uh, when dealing with the consequences of my own spell casting. Yes. So which kind I love of fits it. in nicely with could be worse. That's could true. I like that. Uh, and then third eye, which uh, gives me a little bit more help when reading a bad situation. Okay, excellent. Uh, so I get a, I get to uh, take a plus one hold on any result of seven or more. Plus, I can see invisible things. That's awesome. Uh, but if I do miss, uh, I'm exposed to supernatural danger. Okay. So there's a there's a bit of a backup. So on you're that kind one. of a, if I had to relate this to a pop culture thing, you're sort of Doctor Strange. A little bit. I like that. A little, a little bit of a rumpled Doctor Strange. I like what that. happens if? Uh, Doctor Strange meets, um, oh damn, um, Columbo was kind nice. of my picture. I like that. Okay, um, without being quite that old, but that's right. kind of okay. the visual I had. I was going to say, what is the actor that you that you decided? Uh, to go Mark with? Ruffalo. I decided to go like very rumpled, uh, like Bruce Banner, like just just as he finished getting dressed from becoming the Hulk. Like he's still okay. a little confused. Excellent. Um, okay. But he's he's there. He's still Good. smart. He's still there. But. Yeah, he's been in a big green body for a while. This is perfect. He's seen stuff. Uh, I do have a ritual knife that I carry because I do get gear. Cool. Uh, which I thought was really cool. And uh, I just imagine like when you're at work now, you're just going to be like doodling what the knife looks like, like what the yeah, ritual knife looks like. like oh, you got okay. it, and then I'm going to have people that are going to come by my desk and be like, "Chad, I need your never mind." I don't okay, need draw knives again. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but that's about the set of it for now. Amazing, amazing, so, very, very awesome. good, very good. Good job, Chad. So, um, to uh, your combat magic so it's not necessarily like an elemental thing it's just sort of like a it's a blast of energy kind of a thing yes okay cool. yeah it's definitely oh i didn't know if you were going to be like locked into like oh. i shoot a fireball like, no it's a, well I, I am kind of locked in because the effect is actually a lightning effect, a lightning or entropy okay is the way they worded it on here uh which is funny because i get an add plus plus one harm messy to a base which i think is hysterical into itself but uh well i imagine if it's something small that you bazap I imagine it just explodes. Yeah, pretty much. Like if it's like a minion of some kind, I I'm feel thinking, like it's just going to explode from within, and then it's yeah. just guts on everybody. I'm thinking like in the in the very in like the big blast, it's going to look like something out of like Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. with uh, Raiden. Okay. Uh, on the very small scale, uh, it's going to be a really bad static shock. Like I walked around in my socks a little too long. I love it. So I love it. <laughs> walked around in your socks for a little too long. All right, Shelly. All right. So, what is uh, the name of your character, and what is your class? My class is the Divine. Ooh, shocker. Um, I am the Light, the Sword. I am sent to defend the meek from darkness. Okay. All evil fears me, for I am its end. Well, there you go. I like That's that. right, you. Was that the name? <laughs> That's, it's a poem. She's a haiku. Oh, okay. I, 
Shut it. <laughs> I'm going to beat you up. So, I'm cool. And I really like this cast. I went with, I think, an actress that might be a little hard. So, her name is Archie Punjabi. Okay. She, um, she is on The Blind Spot. She is a super hot um, Arabic woman. Excellent. Who's pretty badass with a gun. She's also kind of a spy in her situation. Cool. But, um, and her name is Azilla. Oh, I like that. Because Divine, my, my character comes from not the Christian pantheon, but another one. Love it. So, Azilla means, hold on, I looked it up. I have something special for you. Look, That's I a goddamn research. That's awesome. I am that kind of girl. Um, yeah, I just used a name generator and found two that I kind of like. Well, no, I, similar. Um, I, uh, I mean, I used the Google. The hell did I do? Oh, when I um, <laughs> when I pieced together one of the missions, I like literally had to create like architecture, nice. like for a house. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's like outside of it. Like I've done my <laughs> research as well, so that's right. good. I just feel like if I'm gonna make it my first one, no, I I'm love going it. Hard. I'm gonna go in hard. But Azilla is a By the um, way, Bing Bong. yeah, is a Quranic name. Uh, who one who prevents bad things from happening to people, protector and guardian. Very nice. So, I think our first initial was kind of like the angels in Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the sexiest is Castiel, right? Of course. But he had a, a love interest. He, is dreamy. he had a love interest who was a lady as well, and that's kind of the um, style. That she awesome. goes for. She had casual, but also suitish. Nice. You know what I mean? Like like business attire almost. A little bit. Got but it. like also, it wasn't super like, Castiel is in a, a full suit most of the time. Right. Um, but hers is a little bit, a little, as women are, we, we have various layers of clothing. We can be super cash or just super cash. Right. You know? So that's. That's good. She's kind of, yeah. So that's, that's kind of her thing. Okay, so um, what are your uh, fancy pants moves? Like, what are the ooh, cool things that you get to do? Oh my gosh, I do. I get basic moves. Of course. And divine moves. So, okay. there's so many, and they're all really good. So, it took a really long time to pick. Good. Oh yeah, I should say that everybody gets to pick three of the super <laughs> yeah. cool. They list like a half dozen. You only get to pick three to start. So, what I need when I need it. I actually get four, but they gave me one. Oh, that's right. Okay. Whatever, Chad. It's not your moment. Uh, what I need when I need it, I can store small objects awesome. into a magical space, and only I can get them. And how cool hey, is that? Ping pong. She's, li- can- she's literally uh, Tumblr incarnate. She's Cassiel <laughs> with a TARDIS. Suck yeah. it. Yes. Um, yeah, and they appear in my hand. They're very awesome. That's amazing. I love it. And then I can lay on hands, so I can touch the injured and the diseased. And uh, when I do that, I can either stabilize them, um, I can heal them, but I take a little bit on, or I could really miss, and my aura could flash them, <laughs> like supernatural. If they come in full angel, poof, your eyeballs melt, that kind That's of thing. That's fantastic. Yeah, so these get a little Can we miss hard. on purpose some days? Can I don't we use know. That I, don't, I feel like this could be a thing. Um, and then cast out evil. Where I get to banish unnatural creatures from my presence. That's awesome. That's going to be so, helpful. Oh, that'll be helpful. Right. As long as I'm on the roll, because I'm super tough. That's so true. this helps me in my super toughness. Nice. So, yeah, I kick butt. And, uh, yeah. Your, uh, your weapons were, uh, were pretty amazing. I have, oh, yeah, yeah. I have super awesome weapons. I went with the flaming sword. 
Because, of course. Because why not? Because you're right? Like, I don't... Flaming sword made of unbaptized babies. <laughs> like, ho- holy fire raineth down. Like, That's I pretty amazing. That kind of thing. Um, and I have super awesome divine armor, which you can't see Excellent. as well. Sometimes I can be stealthy. But I'm here... I'm here to save somebody. Okay. And make sure that that person lives on. Oh, that's right, because you get, like, a mission. I have a mission. Yeah, she gets, like, a specific mm-hmm. thing to focus on. Nobody else do. does. Okay. So, I'm really hoping to level up so I can get some super cooler moves. Yeah. Which would help, which would be super great for them, for my mission. So, something to think about. If we're going with, like, the Castiel kind of base here. Mm-hmm. Before we... Uh, this isn't something we have to talk about now, but in general, I want to know... Are we going by the rules? Did your person steal somebody's body like Castiel did? Oh. Or is this just like you just ascended from the heavens? Like, you don't have the answer now, but just something I'm curious about. Well, the reason that I could answer you quicker is because I know more about this pantheon than okay. others. Like, the the Quran and stuff like that. I, I have family that are Muslim. Amazing. And so, like, yeah, so I know a little bit more about that. So their gods in general just appear. Okay. And they don't have to take over someone's body, but Perfect. they can. Oh, okay. So if they're so inclined, and they're not always here for a good, like, the, the mission seems Pretty legit, good. On, yeah. legit on paper, but then in the actuality, sometimes they're not doing good things. Um, yeah, like what, if the pers- like, what if the person you have to protect is Hitler? Like, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and some of the things, because my... My character plays better with a larger group, so right. I have to. I have backstories for other people in the group and stuff like that, where I might not be doing mm-hmm. an angelic thing. That's awesome um, because I'm also a warrior. True, and that's kind of my my job is to do what I have to do, and celestial creatures don't always think like us, so sometimes I might not be in the mood. Now, question <laughs> to play through because I was reading through some of the stuff and they kind of do set you as like you are you are. Divine, like you are a separate, a separate tier of, of being. Yes. Do you play that like your Spock? Like, do you like <laughs> not understand how people work, or are you like familiar enough that you're like, okay, like I'm not going to be like, what's a car? Like, I think of it kind of like a high school boy okay. who has seen parties. Like he knows what they okay. are. He's been there, but he's socially not. Like, he doesn't get it. You're not super popular. You're just right. sort of like, I, I know what it's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get brunch. That kind of right. thing. Like, I just don't get it. That's the best example of a character thing. I don't get brunch. I don't know what that is. I just don't mess Avocado toast means nothing to me. I but got I, nothing. I picture one of Chad's friends. Okay. Uh, you know. You picture pretty much Chad from Chad, like, high school, I think. <laughs> like, I know parties exist. But just, I, if I, even if I had one, I don't even know what I would do with my hands. If I got there, it would be like a, a rom-com. You know Excellent. what I mean? Like, it Excellent. Still, I like that. Well, sometimes that's still now. I like that. So <laughs> final, final thing we got to figure out here is a history between the two of your characters. Now, okay. Shelly, as you brought up, when other characters get introduced, like, obviously, Luna will come in and it'll be the three of you and I'll, against me. Um you'll have a history to connect all of you, but for the time being, you'll connect each other. Also, side note, I want to mention, as the monster keeper, uh, my favorite thing that they talk about in the book is that I am supposed to be your guys' number one fan. (laughs) So uh, this game is supposed to kind of undercut the stereotypes of D&D, which is like, Oh well, I don't like that you guys did that. So now there's a giant troll in the cave, yeah. and it's going to kill you. Like, I actually, read right, some, I read something recently that the the idea of D and D is not to 
put together a good storyline with a bunch of your friends playing separate characters. It's to see which one... It's a competition to see which one can get the DM to say fuck first. Yeah, basically. But no, in this, <laughs> case, in this case, I'm supposed to be, like, your biggest fan. So I'm okay. here to see you guys succeed. I'm not here to, to make life unnecessarily difficult. It's like, oh, yeah, I want you guys to kick the shit out of everything and run away with treasure in the sunset. Like, that's okay. my goal for all of you. So, um, yeah. So you won't have to worry about, like, that. But... There's going to be trials and tribulations and all that. So let's figure out history. So each of you on the little sheets have like a, a checklist of like these are possible options. And so this is our first little like improv game of like figuring out. And I changed. How I this just connect. changed mine too based off of hers. I had something else picked out and had okay. to switch it, but that's okay. I'm all set. Okay. Um, so your Walter's character to the divine one. Uh, she. Um, Acts as my conscience when the power when my powers go to my head. Okay. Um, and we have a history on this. So okay. it even says, ask them about the last time this happened. Okay. Um, so there's definitely been a situation. So a that that mean that connection alone means a few things. Number one, you don't have the training wheels on your magic anymore. So no. clearly, you've been using magic long enough yeah. to need. A conscious. I've, I've seen some things, yeah. Right. And I've probably done some things I don't want to admit. That's good. So that I like that. I like that idea of, like, this isn't your first time using magic. That's yeah. that's interesting. Because that's usually the pitfall. It's like, oh, I just learned these. Like, yeah. well, no, you, no, you've been around. Clearly, and you need someone to wrangle you in. Yes. Because sometimes you get out of control. So, because I have a lot of histories I would have to pick out, mm-hmm. it took me a really long time, but then I was like, oh, I'm funny. So... They so you fill me with a feeling of sexual in, infatuation, sir. <laughs> and yeah, I do. Yes, and I'm so confused about associated mortal emotions. So like, okay, I am so uncomfortable sometimes about you. Yes, I'm but you very keep curious. coming to me with moral questions when I'm having an immoral moment. But it would make sense. Head. Like that is why she would stick around. So we because almost trade morality in a strange way on yeah. that one. So but it's okay. it's interesting and that's a good way to connect it because like yeah, you may look to her to be your moral compass, but like, why would you be like? I got more important angelly stuff to do. I, why am I dealing with you? Or, but now this is like is just I don't. So different from yours. I don't know what. Ah, uh, sure, okay, handsome Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yes. He is dreamy. What can we say? That's true. Exactly. So, but your yeah, dreamy, weary eyes. I'm that hot young chick that you're like. How did that happen? Like right. in real life, that doesn't happen. Um, you're getting in my real life. Though. I say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's I amazing. I slumped it one day. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 17 years ago. I slumped it 17 years. Yeah, 17 years She's a slumlord now. Yeah. Um, I'm killing it. Well, that's amazing. I'm see how Luna mixes it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm super excited to see this. So. Um, I think, I talked to Luna about this. I think she's, she's going to bring the second Helena Bottom Carter in. The one that was oh, with so the she's end. keeping one of the other I characters? I think she's going to okay. bring that one in. And that'll be sort of how we're connecting everything together. Okay. okay. Oh, me now. Yeah. Um... So let's hop to some other nerd stuff since we just nerded out with D&D. So uh, at the time of this recording, the new Captain Marvel trailer just dropped. Mm-hmm. I have seen it. The Allen family has not. We have not. So let's, uh, we're going to watch it now and uh, we'll discuss. Well, before you hit play, has everyone seen every Marvel movie ever? Yes. Okay, yes. I haven't. 32 times. Which, one, which ones haven't you seen just out of interest? I'm missing Civil War... I'm missing Homecoming, both Ant-Mans. 
I think you're okay missing the Ant-Man portion of this. Yeah, I don't think Ant-Man makes that big of a deal. I don't but think... Civil War Homecoming is a, doesn't... I mean, Homecoming more just really reintroduces Spider-Man again for like the a billionth time. I don't think... And I don't... I think you probably have enough geek back knowledge that you don't need the Spider-Man... The major origin story of it. Though so they, Ragnarok though they don't, it, so it's all mine. Though they don't immediately... Though like, this is the first time they did kind of an origin story for Spider-Man where they didn't immediately kill Uncle Ben. Like also Uncle Ben true. didn't die in the movie. There was no wrestling scene, which that part made me sad because right. there's always a chance for the wrestling scene in there. But no, I think the ones other than Civil War, the ones you've missed are actually ones that you can miss and probably not feel too bad about say, the overall storyline. Yeah, I would have to say Civil War is probably the crucial one of the that list. Which I saw uh, Infinity War. So like, right. So right. now you kind of so understand. I know what at least what's going to be leading into Captain Marvel. But yeah. Yeah. Just in general, I'm missing pieces. Here's my favorite part: is I, I went to Infinity War with a friend of mine, and when we sat down, I had asked her. I said, "Well, which of the other Marvel movies have you seen?" And she looked at me and went, "Well, I've seen Iron Man." I'm like, "Okay, well, that was the first one. That was ten years ago, right?" And then she, and then I go, "Well, which other one?" She like. Well, I've seen Deadpool. I'm like, great, Marvel movie, not in this not one, though. I've seen all the X-Men movies. Great, Marvel movie, not, not in this what we're talking thing. about here, though. And to figure out that the old, like, she'd maybe seen, I think, that and uh, Thor, I think, was it. And I'm like, you probably shouldn't be here for this movie, then. Because right. this is going to, like, I'll explain as best I can, right. but that's like... You needed to do a little research. You need a little more research on that one. Okay. So. Oh, 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 Your, re- your reaction first. So my very first reaction is, I really hate that girl that they picked. So oh, you like really, uh, why not? It's not that I dislike her. She's just not at all what I pictured Captain Marvel in my head. Since I have not read any of those comics, so I was like, mm, in my head, I'm I'm imagining not a Gail Godot, but like someone who has that kind of. Stature, like a Xena warrior princess, kind of just like, yeah, just taller and more statuesque. Mm. I just feel like that's what we have become accustomed to, and so she's really not that body shape. I don't know, I don't know, but otherwise, I really am intrigued by the story and the storyline, and I want to see it. I think it's hilarious to see Samuel L. Samuel be like younger, yeah. like that's weird. I love that it takes place in the nineties, yeah, uh, and that he looks like, um, oh shit, what is it? Um, God damn it, with um, John McClane, Die Hard, a Die Hard, yeah, it's oh, like yeah. Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, 
Samuel Jackson. Oh, that's um, cool. I also think this is definitely Marvel being like, okay, DC, you want to make a female empowerment superhero movie and, and make it go. good? All right, we do that too. <laughs> but from a, a parenting standpoint, and the fact that you have two adorable little girls, um, as long as this movie doesn't shit the bed, expect a lot of that in your future. Like, I'm and and that's one of those things where I'm okay with that. That's definitely one of those movies that I think Shelley and I will. Well, first off, go see opening night because it's a Marvel movie, and we usually try and to see them. Nerds, big nerds. Um, but I, it's definitely one that I would want to try to see early on purpose, in hopes to that gauge. there's nothing too bad in there that we can then bring Cheyenne to the movie theater to see it in the movie theater. Because mm. I think my older daughter would love it. I think my younger daughter is probably going to still be a little too young for it. Um, she gets bored with most Marvel. Like she's in it for the action. She's my kind of girl. She's mm. in it for the action, and then when it's not action, she's like, "Ugh." Right. We're in this again. Yeah. yeah. Four. But um, <laughs> but no. Uh, yay Samuel L. Jackson with the hair. Uh, yay Samuel L. Jackson pulling the uh, uh, um, lethal get, weapon. Get too old. Uh, get too old for this shit. Uh, yay Coulson. Yay Agent Coulson yes. back in a Marvel movie. I'm glad I, because I love Coulson. Um, but have gotten bored with Agents of Shield, so I'm yeah, glad we... that this will be <laughs> this will be good to bring him back into the Marvel fold of it. Uh, I have no problem with Brie Larson as the character because it's very similar looking, I think, than for the most part what you see in the comic books. Um, okay. I mean, no, I she's know. not quite as like curvy and, and muscly as they could have made her, but I were we looking to cast? You know, a blonde China in this. I don't necessarily want to go like super crazy well, like, either. Like maybe not like that, but like I don't know. There's something like you can't deny when Gail Gadot walks in a room that she's like captivating in a way that like when she's not Superwoman happens. When she's not, who? she's very when she's not Wonder Woman. Sorry, don't stop it. Um, don't she, don't botch the character names, and I won't have to. When she walks in, she's like a giant, and like right. she's not, she's not like ooh swole, but I don't know. But she fits I, I an Amazonian like, kind of yeah, thing. I get that, and a little bit more obscurity. Like I feel like Brie is like kind of hot right now, so I think they're using her. Hmm. It's kind of hot. Right now. I don't know if her Brie Larson's is, her look might yeah, but I don't know if Brie Larson as an actress is such a big name that this is like huge name casting. I think them casting um, Black Widow was more of like name casting. Than, oh yeah, than this one is. Same. I had the same reaction. I think when I found out who was playing, when I found out who was playing Black Widow, I think I had the same reaction. I was like, ah, they could have gone with someone more leaf or like you know. I get what like, you, uh, so you. <sighs> it kind of seems like with female superheroes, you're already dealing with an uphill battle of like, whoa, this is ridiculous, like. A girl could have beat up a guy. Like, so right. you're already dealing with that garbage already. Right. And then you go with like the gymnast body as opposed to like a female bodybuilder or something along those right. lines where it's like there's some real her. muscle to it as opposed to like, oh, there's just like they're like a runway model and we're telling yeah. you that they beat everybody's ass. Exactly. Like, mm, I don't know. Okay, it's, it's I see that. It's kind of tough. And I think like, so, like Zoe Saldana had to overcome that. Like right. she's very little. So she had to make her character look extra fierce in order to do that. And if she can do that in this movie, then by all means, I'll be on board. I'm just saying I don't know. From that look, it didn't look like that was the case. However, her costume is fantastic 
from a mom perspective, because not one bit of that girl just showed. That's true. Like, not a single... There's, there's no, like, no little hotness. side flaps. Yeah. There's no, like, cuts to the thing. There's no, like, where's the skirt on this dress? None of that. You know what I mean? That's like, true. It was perfect. Halloween 2019 is going to be pretty kick-ass. Like, Boom. I got it. I'll be super excited. That's good. But I would like to say for the record that if if I had my druthers, I would rather... Were you laughing at druthers? Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanks, old man. I would Sorry, much little rather... Abner, whatever you need. I did that with my first musical at really? high school. Really? Oh, we're bonding. Year. I love that musical. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. It's a horrible musical. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like dumb shit. That's okay. Um, uh, but uh, I would much rather Cheyenne and them, if they're going to do something, I'd rather they be Wonder Woman or Batgirl or Captain Marvel or something like that versus being the typical like damsel in distress or Disney princess. Though so I'll give Disney credit that they don't nearly like the Disney princesses aren't nearly as like oh somebody saved me as they used to be so, right because I feel like we've well, changed as a society yeah I was just going to say but like, that is the craziest thing about Disney not really <laughs> it's still that Disney gets to play it both ways and nobody calls them on it yeah right because Disney now like you look at the Wreck-It Ralph trailer and there's the, the Wreck-It Ralph 2 trailer and the yeah. Disney princesses are talking to Sarah Silverman and they're like oh are you kidnapped in a tower like are you poisoned? Are you like blah blah blah? And she's like, "Oh my god, should I call the police?" Ha 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 ha! Disney is laughing at these tropes yeah. that Disney invented. That they like, created, right? And it's not like Disney is going like, "Ha ha ha ha!" We're gonna not talk about Snow White anymore. No, they're right. like, "Ha ha ha!" What a ridiculous cliched idea. Go buy Snow White on Blu-ray. Like exactly. they get to do both, and that's nuts. Which to is me. one of the few we don't own. Interestingly enough, I don't think we have Snow White. Our on Blu-ray. kids fall asleep every time that something and about so, Snow White is slow paced and Snow White's like well, they to, can't get to be fair five minutes long too. I was gonna say that and also Snow White was like what Korean like the same time the original Frankenstein was around like it was like 1930 when that movie was coming out like you couldn't have fast paced people would die in the uh, 50s people would die in the audience you want to try again 49 well, well am I closer am I hotter you're much closer yeah oh, oh, you want to gamble? What? What? Oh, when in the 1930s? See. You were right in the so, 1930s. Let's see. 30. Frankenstein is 31. So I would guess this is probably 30. I'm going 36. Darn close. 37. Oh, so close. <laughs> Damn. Darn close. But yeah, 1937. Uh, fun wasn't invented yeah, yet. Like, and Frankenstein was definitely 1931. I'm not surprised you knew that, that one. Yeah, that one I know for sure. Yeah, but, that one's good. Uh, I was wrong, by the way. Uh, Snow White uh, clocks in at a whopping hour and 28 minutes. I told you. Well, see, you. you thought it was 45 because you also fall asleep. <laughs> right. I'm telling you. Not totally wrong. <laughs> until, until those happy little dwarves show up, there's a lot of sleepy time. Yeah, that's true. And then when she's playing out, and the, my girls have a love affair with the dance number. That she does, mm-hmm. and also mocking every princess that dances with nothing, like dreaming of their prince. They're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is so funny! They're dancing with animals," and like they think that's ridiculous. Like, like they don't buy into like to like, "Yes, my prince will." They're like, right. "Find somebody to dance with." What are you doing? You look like right. an asshole. They are the kind of women who are going to hit you with a skillet, okay, and Good. drag you around and Good. then marry you. That's the kind of girl. Raising cave women. Frozen clocks in an hour and 49, by the way, just to give you an idea okay. of time changes in movies lately. I thought that was interesting. I don't know. My girls, like, it's weird. They will put in the time on a movie that's continuously moving. To them, they need it to be, like, yeah. just a little bit faster. Snow White is, like, 
We're done. Yeah. We're done. There's not even enough animation in this. They can't mm. finish her chin all the way around That's like true. half the movie. Like it's because it's just. Well, to not, be fair, one, so the, the, one, one of the lead animators, I'm sure, had like polio or something. Like <laughs> right. they, they didn't have time to draw chins. It was 1937. There was no fun and there were no chins in 1937. It was was tough. It was wartime. You just feel bad for her, apparently. We're all like, oh, she's out there in the river cleaning the the laundry of seven men she's not sleeping with. What the heck? Six men she's not sleeping with. Right. You get to pick which one was the winner. Anyway. But yeah, no, I think... think Dovey was totally tapping that. No way. Definitely uh, But no, I think think Captain Marvel looks good. Not grumpy? I think it's interesting. Who would love grumpy? Come on. Huh? I said, who could love Grumpy? Come on. More people. Maybe that's why he was so grumpy. He just needed love. He just needed a little TLC. <laughs> um, no, I think Captain Marvel would be cool. I told... Oh, so let me ask you guys this. Um, at the end of Infinity War, when Samuel Jackson hits the beeper, mm-hmm. did that mean anything to you at the time? Yeah. Oh, we both knew who, like, who it was calling. Oh, okay. I believe at the time, I'm like, for real? 1996 called. They want their pager back. Well, like apparently, and now I know why it's referenced into the right. 90s because I didn't know that. So yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, that's yes, I did only because I had read. Okay, you know, that Chad like, cheated. If that logo had just shown up by itself, that's exactly what happened to me. I saw it. I just went, cool. I don't know if that means, right. but I did see it twice with people who were not that Marvel familiar, oh, okay. and neither they're both like. They didn't catch the symbol really at all because it's a weird, like the way the right, screen yeah. is in the movie at that point. Like they were like, oh, but also I don't get it. those are the same people. I'm sure the first time Thanos showed up in the post credits, right. I'm sure they weren't like, oh, they were just like, who? Right. Like, yeah. Although, can I tell you just as a side note? By the way, um, surprising as it may seem, I'm a pretty good moviegoer. <laughs> I don't talk during the movie, which is shocking. I don't. It's only it's only at rides in Marvel. That's true. <laughs> Uh, I, oh yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't eat very loud candy. Like I'm very, okay. I'm I'm very well you're behaved. Respect, you're a respectful right. moviegoer, right? However, <laughs> if you're seeing a Marvel movie with me in a theater, and the credits start rolling, and no joke, fifty percent of the audience gets up, right? Yeah, and begins walking out. <laughs> I can't let that slide. I'm like, uh, this has literally been going on ten years. How do we not know to stay to watch the post credit? And like Luna's like shushing me, and I'm like, no, no, seriously, is this everyone's first time? Were they all yes. born in a lab and they just showed up here first? <laughs> like, how do you not know all, that there's something waiting? They're all the Powerpuff Girls. They yeah. all are. Just... I now know that we're all in the same tribe because me and Chad. And me and any of our other friends all have this moment at the end when people get up and I'll be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, we don't know what this is. Like, like it boggles my mind. Sit down, you, sit down, you dum-dums. There's yeah. more to come. I'll be like, hey, we looked it up. There are two post-credits. Sit down. Yeah, because Lord knows that's the first thing I do every time the, the credits kick on is, how many post-credit teams are in this? And I'll immediately go into Google to find out. Yeah, or, exactly. Or someone already knew. Or I'm just like, hey, this is how Marvel rolls. Right. So... Assume one, probably two. Look, my favorite part of Moana is at the end mm-hmm. when he's on his back. That's the funniest. That's the funniest line. To that me. is a huge payoff for and that I was movie. Like, like that, that was, was like, so worth it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, thank I you, Jermaine. So you like my song. <laughs> yeah, he's a baby. And 
it also makes it so they have to make the credits interesting. Now True. they put in little things and little laugh or moments. Or music or whatever. Yeah. Cute except, dance Except numbers. for Zooming Up Infinity War when it was just... Si- Infinity War. But how could... Yeah, you can't zippity-doo-dah after that. <laughs> like, you kind of just be like... That would have been... Yeah, death is That would have been hysterical. Thing. Half the people, half the universe is dead and then they do zippity-doo-dah. Traffic's easy. Alright. Pretty good. This wasn't so bad after all. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a tan person. It's like, this is the riots without any harm. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. I'm the sorry. Speed went down. Was it just people, by the way? Did, did we lose half the animals, too? Or was it just people? I, I guess the animals had to have hung around because that would be the whole Well, no. Didn't thing. Rocket get dusted? I don't remember. No. That was actually... No, it was actually Groot, Groot that got did. dusted. So, yeah. So, because it's got to be other final, things, Because his final thing that he said was, of course, I am Groot. Right. Which somebody asked... Um, Kevin Feige from Marvel, what that was, what it meant, uh, and apparently that I am Groot meant said was him saying "dad" to Aww. Groot, and so if you weren't already depressed by that ending, right. now you really want to take a knife to your wrist right. and you know, watch, yeah, so we were, watch the pretty red blood flow. We were rewatching it when okay. this dum dum told me that that mo- right like as it's happening. Like, hey, by the way. Yeah, and I was like, I hate you so much, <laughs> so much more tears. She, right. so many more tears. It was unnecessary. In my, in my defense, she also hates me because I just made her watch Big Fish uh, last weekend. Right. That was. Cry fest. I just need everyone to know I'm not a lover of chick flicks. I'm not. Okay. I'm an all Would action you call that movie. A chick flick? Big fish is Big a chick fish. flick. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I don't know if I would call it a sorry. chick flick. I'm sorry. Most of the movie is shot in like that wavy, pretty, like <laughs> rose colored scenery. It's a chick flick. You can't. Did anyone get shot in the face? Nope. That's your De- definition. That's my definition. Is that, the, is that the dividing line? Yes. I want mindless violence. If there's none in it, it's a chick. Probably flag. for chicks. Like I can't. Mm, sorry. Yeah. It's, Citizen Kane, greatest chick flick of all time. Apparently. <laughs> I, just, I just. I don't know. <laughs> Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory, great chick flick. Chick flick. Yeah. Chick flick. Right. I don't know, man. I'm not in. I'm not in. I was now like, I'm trying to think of like a comedy movie where somebody got shot in the face. That never I don't makes know. It really... Yeah. Good luck with that. Which, did I pitch you guys on my connecting factor? Because, okay, so Disney, which I learned this the other day, that Bob Iger, current CEO of Disney, Mm -hmm. his mentor was Michael Eisner. Right. I didn't know that. We try not to hold that against him. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, that's how Disney He is Eisner perfected. Right. It's because he is what Eisner should have been. Well, what he wanted. What he wanted to be. Because he wrote, when Eisner left... Um, Paramount mm-hmm. and Jump Ship he wrote them a letter and this was like the end of the 80s he wrote them a letter um, that's in like this whatever archive but it's about like our job is not to create art or make a statement or to make happiness our job is to make money if we do that well enough those other things may happen right but that's just a bonus basically right so he was all about... He was the one who basically started the whole, like, brand integrity thing of Disney. Of, like, right. well, we can't slip on our dicks too much kind of a thing. And, obviously, to mixed results. Right. Uh, Euro Disneyland. Um, but Bob Iger was basically trained by him. And if you look at what Bob Iger does, it is that. It is the letter. It's like, we're not make here money. to make memories or magic. We're here to make money. So it's by smart investing. Right. Hey, Star Wars is the biggest thing on the planet Earth. Guess what? Disney owns that now. Right. Marvel's the biggest thing on the planet Earth. Guess what? Disney owns that now. Like, 
once I found that out, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, and, and the other thing, too, is everybody always complains that Bob Iger's too boring. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't make fun of Bob Iger because he's not Michael Eisner, right. who's a slap nuts. Like, he's just like a business guy. He's right. just like, yeah, I'm here to make yeah. money. Who's doing an amazing job right. doing Right. Their that. stock he's is, also... like, ridiculous right now. Like, they're doing, he's doing... He's really smart about not saying much. Like, right. Like, Which might have been out, Eisner's biggest problem. That is exactly his biggest problem. Eisner always said something dumb. It's right. kind of like, mm, kind of like our current president. Hey, just shut up. Right. If you said nothing, you would have... And let the results uh, speak for themselves. You're we would have all made money. If right. you would just shut the hell up, we could have rode out four years. You feel me? Like, right. like, that's where we are. And so, like, hey, we all know it's about money. Because be a parent. Right. If you're a parent of small children who love Disney, if you all just super hurt Disney... You have flushed away an enormous amount of money. I bought a popcorn bucket because it lit up for $15. I didn't get a handful of that popcorn because yeah. I have a garbage disposal for a young child. Right. But, like, I'm yeah. telling you, 15 bucks I just paid for a handful of popcorn. Like, that's what we do. We give, well, give away money. And a really to cool them. popcorn bucket, too. And a very cool popcorn bucket. But, like, they have made us like popcorn buckets. Do you understand? Like, right. They made scarcity... Into a thing we uh, we wanted. If you make it exclusive, I will hunt for it. Right. If I could just buy it, uh, less so. What what is what is making us want to go to Mickey's scary, you know, birthday par- bonanza? Birthday, yeah. yeah, party is because we could get oogie boogie. We want the oogie popcorn, popcorn bucket. bucket. Like they're winning on us. Is yeah. all I'm saying. He's winning by being very silent. Oh, he's dunking about it. on yeah, everything. He's yeah, killing it, killing it. Yeah. Food and wine. We're gonna go eighteen times. Winning. He right. was just like, hey, I'll really quietly make sure this is all branded. Right. Everything in the, like, nothing you for, touch for, in Epcot isn't branded. For as much as people complain about um, former Disney MGM Studio now being like, oh, this is a park of not Disney-made stuff. Right. It's like, yeah, because uh-huh. what were they doing previously? Nothing. But, haha, trick question, we just bought all the stuff right. that we were... But that's what I'm saying. Like, the fact that it's like, well, we're bulldozing it to make, you know, Star Wars Land and Toy Story Land and all this other crap in there. It's like, yeah, because people are going to go see that. Right. Yeah. Unlike anything that the the MGM studio ever did. Like, right. The fact that the, the whole purpose of the park was a fuck you to Universal. That's the whole reason. Right. If you ever do research that the entire driving PowerPoint should, presentation was fuck Universal. That was should, it. You should go watch an episode of Not the Thing We Need to Put Them Over. No, let's put them over. Defunct Land has yeah. a wonderful episode about that. Oh, that's true. It's yeah. a blast to watch, by the way. Yeah. And by the way, Kevin Perger, not that you're actually listening to this. Get on the show. We watch you on the yeah. show really badly. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was like, we hope... We're going to get your book. Come do it on the book tour. Yes. yes. Be on the show. Yes. Okay. I just, I don't know. Disney, I feel like everyone knows this, though. Well, like, it's just one of those things don't that know it. You, it doesn't necessarily smack you in the face in black and white that it's like... But like we said, how many people complain, like even Disney-aholics and stuff like that, like, I can't believe they're tearing down the Energy Pavilion oh, right. to put in Disney. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and guess what? Your ass going to be there first in line right. when that right. shit opens. There is nothing funnier in the world to me than when Disney announces a change for something Ugh. that I immediately, like... Like a giddy schoolgirl, run onto Facebook to the couple Disney like you know fan site things that I'm signed up for to watch people cry about how like suddenly this thing that nobody was going into was the 
favorite ride they the had. The greatest thing they ever time. made. My favorite one was... Walt's tears touched right. the carpet upon opening day. Right. Like uh, My favorite one was when they turned uh, Maelstrom, mm-hmm. which was boring and stupid and horrible, and anybody that tells me otherwise is lying, Ugh. into a Frozen ride, which is actually a lot of fun. Mm. And my kids love it, and I love it. There's a lot it. of great bits to it. We have to work really hard for those to right. Those and it's hard to get, to, and it's hard to get a fast pass for. But I, there were people who were like, "I used to go on Maelstrom every time. I love that ride." No, you don't. That's it was boring. <laughs> there was a scene where you drove by a fucking oil rig. That was yeah. part of the ride was an oil rig, and this is supposed. To, I'm just saying, I got to take great naps on this ride. Right, that's true. Amazing. There's a bunch of, there happens to be a bunch of things throughout Disney that Walt made that are great when Walt lived. But now we're kind of like, really, the progress? Come on, man. This carousel of progress is sleepy time. How dare you? Actually, (laughs) my favorite question actually then becomes is, and we're still recording a show on that one day, that's going to happen. And I'm interested because, you know, Disney has that, like, like long time memory thing for a lot of mm-hmm. people. They've grown up with Disney. Mm-hmm. Universal, though a great park, and I do love going to Universal, um, doesn't quite have that same history for a lot of people with it. Do people, because you're obviously a bigger Universal fan there, do you get people that, like, when Universal closes a ride, they get all weepy about it? Oh, of like course. They do for Disney? Of course. Okay. Um, I'm one of those people. I threw, all, well, I threw a big piss baby. Fit when they said they were closing down Jaws. Yeah, okay. Well, but the the greatest obstacle that Universal has and will always have is that pop culturally and as a society, we've all held hands in agreement that it's cool to watch old Disney movies, right? Animated right. features, right. not like uh. hey, let's whip out the original Parent Trap. Like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't work. But that is but, not true. But that's not ter- true. She loves that. Movie. I no, love but that I'm movie. saying Lindsay Lohan can suck a dick. Right, but I'm saying that <laughs> Lindsay Lohan can. Um, but no, like, my point is even like now, Lion King was made what ninety two. Right. No, uh, Beauty and the Beast was ninety two. Um. So, but that's still a thing. Like you yeah. would still like as parents of small children, you still go. Guess what? We're watching the animated Beauty and the Beast. It's the jam. Uh, Lion King ninety four. Damn it. But I. In, but in that's my trip, point. Is is we? I've made my kids watch Snow White uh, right. more than once because right. I'm like, you got to what you have yeah. to watch it. And, Universal and, and I have, have to then that. untalk all the like right. men need to save you. Right. You can be your own princess. Like, and then we watch you know something else in recent, more recent, like Rapunzel, and I'll be like, look, she just clubbed her dude. Like, right. And my girl teach some lessons. Bad. Yeah. But my point is, Universal doesn't have that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Jaws is a great film. It's one of like. AFI 100 greatest movies ever made like that's great but you don't sit your little boy down at 8 years old and go we're watching Jaws like you know if it's on TV you go oh Jaws awesome right. that's it Back to the Future and, and we cool this. but it doesn't have the same sort of like oh it's your 13th yeah. birthday time to put on Back to the well, Future well they took, we and they took that all out anyway right but that's what I'm saying is, we did E.T. with the kids every one of us as adults have a wonderful crystallized memory of watching E.T. right when we went on that ride my two kids were like what is this pile of garbage and why are we on it right like they couldn't have cared less that the finger lit up like nothing. But that's of this the perfect noticed. example. And I would is, never show him well, the movie. I would never show him the movie. Slightly in that defense, the second half of the E.T. ride is creepy as hell. It well, that's, really is. Yeah, well, when you fly over the city and then you get doped. <laughs> doped into like somewhere else land. <laughs> you, you, get, into... you get doped against your will and then suddenly you start having an acid trip. Suddenly, that's how you get a ride interesting. Suddenly, 
Suddenly we've hit our you go, drink, you we go, hit our drink spikes exactly. along the way. And, You're like, but, oh, oh, you didn't like this jaunt through the quiet woods? Well, how about this? But Fucking I LSD. I do have a ride that I was super sad about. I know because you and your wonderful wife made me a t-shirt for it. But, like, Captain EO is my favorite, was my favorite Epcot thing. Most expensive movie that was ever made. Right. Like, it's just sitting there, just chilling. It's great. Rainbow saved the day. I'm about it. Okay? Dance Kickers win the day. A variant of that went up on YouTube recently, too. The full... Oh, yeah. I watched it. Of course you did. Yeah, of course I did. I'm a nerd. But, like, I wear my Captain EO shirt. All the people who work there are, like, marking out. Right. Nobody else knows what the hell we're talking about because they've replaced that building with something else. Whenever she wears that to Epcot... No person is stopped more by the cast members of Disney than Shelly. Yeah. They? And they're like, they make Captain EO merch? <laughs> no, sir, they do not. Right. But you can maybe eBay it for way more than you should. Yeah. Or, or my friend makes this cool shirt. Or go <laughs> to fullygimmick.com. Exactly. It's fullygimmick.com. It's, uh, it's pretty funny. But, but I, had to own it. I had to own my feelings on this one. Like, hey, I get that I love this piece of nostalgia, right. but this like everyone else TV, has moved... pile of crap. Everyone else has moved on. Correctly, and, and correctly so. But I that's my point, it. is like, there was no, like, Captain EO on VHS. Like, you couldn't just be like, alright kids, we're watching Captain EO, go... So that's, that's always gonna be Universal's biggest problem, and that's why they're like, they have no, they have no allegiances. Like they're right. like, they're gonna change the. Whole oh, world. everybody like this ride. Well, that movie's fifteen years old. Nobody cares. Fuck right. it, and we're clearing. I've it out. never cared Dude, about the Twister a day in my life. Like I don't. Well, good. They moved it out. So. Yeah, that was Jimmy Fallon, which is very timely. Right. Do Do you think though now that they may have that because they've got Harry Potter in the park now? Yes, because Harry Potter is as close as they get to the. It doesn't matter. This came out X amount of years ago. Right. Right. Blah blah blah, or oh, read this book. It's a series of books. They great. might that as well matter. make most of the park Harry Potter. I don't know why they don't just go fuck one of these two well, parks. Here's and we'll my just kill it with Harry. Here's Potter. my other favorite thing: is this um, new trend of advertising for uh, sequels that they don't have confidence in. <laughs> uh, it, Universal started it with uh, Jurassic World uh, okay. when they made the new one, the, the Fallen Kingdom, the Jurassic right. World Two. They did not have confidence in that. With so good it, so instead of going like, here's more Jurassic World merch, they went. Wasn't the original one pretty kick ass? <laughs> yeah. Here's some Jeff no. Goldblum no, merch all of a sudden. No, it doesn't hold up. <laughs> but but then but then yeah. exact same thing happened for this new Harry Potter movie, the Fantastic Beasts and How to Catch Number All of them. them. Number two, Number two Electric yeah. Boogaloo with a creature thing. They went. I don't know about this. <laughs> Wasn't Harry Potter one really great? <laughs> I've seen more original movie Lego sets. Oh, we just did this. I've seen like more T-shirts and merchandise and wands from stuff from the first movie, even though it's not an anniversary right. for it. It's not like, hey, remember we're re-releasing it. I just had to explain to Chad. We saw these little minifigures in Walmart. And one of them was Harry yeah. with the Sorcerer's Stone. And Chad's like, what is that weird red thing off to the side? That's and I was like, shit. I was like, that's the first one. They're bringing it back. Yeah. And he was like, okay, yeah. this is interesting. Because yeah. like, they don't have confidence pop- in the new stuff. stuff. So yeah. they're just like, hey, remember this? Bad because I liked the, I liked the first uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beast. I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to the second one. But I'm apparently well, alone no. on that. Oh, no. 
I think we can all agree good. Jude Law's beard should be much longer. If Dumbledore's beard is down to his pubic hair by the movies, right. you got to start that way early. You can't just be like, I'll grow it in a weekend. Like, well, I'm just no. saying, he has magic. He could just be like, man, I'm going to stroke this beard till it's long and that's luxurious. True. Like, Big, big hog. <laughs> I'll isolate that for later. Uh, anyway. That's going, yeah, that should go in the, uh, in the outro. But, uh, but... Here's my I'm other... going to spell the stroke things and make it long and luxurious. <laughs> so i never leave the house. Here's the other... Um, again, we're, we're trying to stomp on defunct land here. Um, the other caveat for Universal is... So, with the exception of kind of Harry Potter, they have never been able to overcome that obstacle of the longevity and the... Hey, isn't it cool to watch this all over right. again? It, they just don't. However, they've gotten into bed with Nintendo... Yes. Yeah. That could be your catalyst. Because Nintendo is built primarily on Hey, remember this? Right. Let's right. go ahead and repackage that again. Hey, you know Mario? We're gonna put him in eighty seven thousand. Here's games. another Hey, here's another one. And here's another one. I don't even understand. Legend Zelda, here's another one. The order of the Mario games anymore. I'll be like my friend's like, Oh, Mario blah 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 just came out. We didn't have that before? Right. I feel like I feel like that's been done. I, I thought he went to the galaxy so, already. That, I don't know. <laughs> it's the first like really new Mario game, Mario that wasn't something. No, I guess because the new one with the hat, the um, Odyssey. But Odyssey is even kind of built on the shoulders of Mario Galaxy, right? right. Which is off maybe the Mario, shoulders of Mario sixty four. Maybe Mario Paper is the nearest. Yeah, Paper Mario. Like okay, yeah, Paper maybe. Mario, but even that is sort of built off of Mario RPG for the Super Nintendo. Like, right. yeah. But that's Nintendo's whole bag. Is like, yeah, we're not really inventing anything new anymore. It's right. just going to be, here's another here's another Pokemon game. Enjoy right. it. It's the same shit as the last but they're gonna, But everybody's going to rush right out and buy the damn thing. So. And they can keep it fresh with that. What I've I heard. People like Sega and that wish they had that type oh, of, of course. longevity. It's, and again, to compare it back to Disney, it's a lot like, you know. Universal, though coming up with interesting rides and, and makes a lot of money and things like that, constantly, I'm sure, stares at Disney and goes, God, I wish we could have that right. type of longevity. So, If they could have left Jaws alone and it was as popular as the day it was open, then right. they would. But eventually it was like, A, nobody cares. B, this is a giant pain in the ass to upkeep. Right. right. So the other thing I've heard, and this is my favorite little tie, my only tie into wrestling here, is Cody Rhodes is a huge like theme park guy? Yes, and so he always talks about like he can't wait for Nintendo and Universal <laughs> to happen. Um, but there's a rumor right now. So Universal considers that they have three parks in Florida. They consider regular Universal, Islands of Adventure, and their bullshit Blizzard Beach knockoff. They consider those three uh, parks. Uh huh. Recently, they've been really pushing this deal of like you can get a four park pass for whatever amount of money. Ba ba ba. You have four park pass, but do you only have quote unquote three parks? Right. Why do I need an extra day? Well, because the city of Orlando has given Universal more space. Oh no. So they're considering doing a fourth park and instead of doing Universal's got this problem where they can't just leave success alone. Right. So when they put Harry Potter in Islands of Adventure, and everyone's like, this is the jam. We're all going to Islands of Adventure. Universal's pissed that old Universal wasn't getting great numbers. Right. It's like, well, no, because everyone their mother is at right. Islands of Adventure right now. Give it time, and it'll well, balance you, out. It'll, yeah, nope. It'll Quite honestly, for a lot of people, they're like, good, you all go over there. Right. I'll go over, over here. here. 
Nope, not good enough. So now there's Harry Potter in this park too. So now we've split this IP across two different parks. Though admittedly, I do like the um, old Universal Harry Potter better. Yeah, yeah. The, with the uh, the Gringotts um, yeah, yeah, bank yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, great. Well, apparently that's the idea now. Is right. if there's a fourth park, it will not be its own exclusive thing. It'll be m- more park, and there will su- oh, okay. there'll supposedly be a little bit of Nintendo in every park. Right. Okay. So the originally the idea was just like we're gonna bulldoze everything around ET and that's just gonna be Nintendo Land. So right. Curious George is going away, right. Woody Woodpecker's going away, which good. The Ghost of Barney is going away, Fievel's Playland, all that was gonna be bulldozed, including they had the walls up and everything of like excuse our mess, like that was all, and then they took them all down, and Fievel's Playland is still there, and so supposedly it's gonna be a little bit of Nintendo in every park, in order to try to keep the numbers balanced. But I was like, think about that in terms of any other theme park. Right. That would be like if you were like, hey, you really like the Haunted Mansion? Well, guess what? If you want to see the stretching portraits, that's at Magic Kingdom. You want to see the MC Escher room, get your ass over to Epcot. Like right. that, like yeah. that's breaking up a the, thing into different parts. And the parts. funny part is, for a brief moment, like to use that as an example, they definitely had like the, them working on the Frozen ride, to go back to that one, but the... Uh, Elsa and on a meet and greet for the longest time was in Magic Kingdom in their little Princess Hall area, and then as soon as that ride opened up, you better Ta-da, believe that yeah. and they moved on and Elsa right over next door to right where that was, just so you didn't, so you could you know get your Frozen fix right here, and right? Yeah, that, which is brilliant. Of like, well, we know this is going to take a year to build, right? Yeah. We're not going to just not capitalize on this for a year, right? So yeah, no, they kept things really. I guess I'm a little confused because. And, and very specifically because we have younger kids. Mm-hmm. If you take out all of the younger, um, like, kind of toddler age stuff, you have now alienated a huge portion of, like, the people you're trying to garner True. from Disney. True. And so it leaves me with a situation where my four-year-old won't have anything to do. She can't get on a bunch of the rides. Well, the original plan was they were bulldozing all that, but the Nintendo land, because here's the beauty of it. Nintendo, just like its games, can be steered towards kids, and assholes like me are still going to buy it. Right. So, That's true. even if the whole park area was like, well, this is for kids, assholes like me are still going to be like, where's Mario at? I get to your picture. Like, it doesn't matter. So, I think that was the original idea. Now, where it is now, now that they took the walls down, who fucking knows? Right. <laughs> um, the only other thing, the last thing I want to end on, because we're reaching over an hour, I think, which is the first time I think we've done an hour long after dark in like 10 yeah, years. Yeah, true. Um... So, with Epcot, they're talking about they're putting in a Mary Poppins ride. Woo-hoo! Which is going to be, from what I'm reading, akin to like a Dumbo, Dumbo ride. ride. Which is weak, but whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a ride. So. But my point is, so, and I think we might have talked about this on the show before. Are you guys in favor of them incorporating characters and movies that they've already made into elements of Epcot that are from the same region? As long, for me at least... As long as they fit in the region they're putting them, go for it. Because, for two main reasons. One, because you're still keeping the integrity of Epcot. So, if you're going to put a Mary Poppins ride in England, well, that makes sense. But don't put, like, Stitches Tour of England in England. Precisely. You're making a Ratatouille ride. It's going in France. Perfect. Okay. You can meet up with um, Princess Jasmine in fucking Morocco. Okay. Perfect, that makes sense. If you want to meet Mulan, well, you're going to China. 
That's okay. the way it is. Mm-hmm. I am thoroughly and 100% okay with that. And quite honestly, I'd like you to put in a couple more rides. Mostly, if for nothing more, is that when now when I go to Epcot... I don't have to figure out a babysitter as much because then at least I'll have something in like in the walk mm. to then take you know hey kids we're gonna stop here in you know this land for a little bit and look around at these shops here so mommy and daddy can enjoy this if you're patient you know the Ratatouille the, ride is right, just right over here up, right so yeah. so at least it gives it's really me rough problems. it's really rough <coughs> Epcot is like the one park my kids dislike the most. It's the education park. It is. Yeah. And it's not fun for them. It's a lot of walking. Especially, you have to think about the age, like our age range specifically is like, I'm too big to get in that stroller, but I still want to rock it right. because I don't want to really walk this far. Right. So we get to a point just about China, Japan, where my kids have given up. Since we always start going around um, by like Canada first. Yeah, we right. always go, we go that, that direction. Right. And then end in Mexico, which I don't I don't know why we do it. Even when we start in Mexico. I know why out. we I know why we go that way and end in Mexico. It's so that I I don't have to wait at the beginning for an hour for you to get a margarita. By that by the time we get to Mexico I wanna sit down for a bit, so waiting for you for an hour to get the margarita you have to get in that one tequila shop that's inside the Mexico pavilion is at least worth my time. I just want our listeners to know that last time we went, I did not get one. It was an hour uh, and a half wait. That, first I off, said no. Let me tell you why that's bullshit, because I definitely sat down last time we went, because it was our anniversary, and you, and you were definitely like, well, it's our anniversary, and I really want the avocado, because you always get the avocado margarita that you then complain about the last couple of times, because they changed the recipe somehow. And it's not they changed the recipe? Yes. Yeah, she doesn't like it the way, it, yeah. I don't. I don't know what they like. But you it has all the same words in the description, but something ain't right. It's not like they have an avocado puree that they're using instead of real avocados like they mm. used to. And I think it's really just about time distribution at this point. They have so many people because in this it takes line, a fucking they, hour to get a goddamn margarita, and it takes them a while to make each one. It's not like there's like twelve ingredients in right. some of them, so and it's like, like handcrafted. Yeah, and, and it's supposed to be, sh- and they're trying to flirt with you a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it's they're trying to give you the kind of you know. It can't be just a conveyor Latino. belt. Yeah. It can't just be like here's your drink of the hell out. No, nope, it's, it's 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 kind of personal, but. Not enough, because you're also, like, at a bar that's, like, five feet long. Right. And I'm trying to compete with, like, the bachelorette party next to me or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Just give me my drink. The only good thing that really came out of that wait last time is that was the first time in a while that the, uh, afterwards we remembered, hey, there's a ride in here, too. And we did the, uh, Three Caballeros ride. Nice. It's, like, one of our favorite rides. And our kids, like, poo-poo on it. So, like. My dad's favorite ride. (laughs) I just want to go do it and have fun. And so we did, but Chad is quoting a time in March, but we've been to Epcot way since March. No, I don't so. think we have. But, that's- but I'm, I'm on board with you guys as well. I, I agree that margaritas are important. No, I agree that <laughs> um, as long as they make sense, yeah, why? I'm almost offended, like, why didn't we do that before? Right. Like, like why have we waited 80,000 years before we were like, oh, hey, Mary Poppins takes place in England? Yeah, no shit. By the way. There, and I'll end on this. I think okay. I have this one here. There's a show idea, by the way, for us. The IndyCast, and this will be interesting, especially because I think you and me are kind of lightweightish. but the IndyCast attempts to drink around the world. Oh, I'll be dead before you even get Morocco. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I would kill this game yeah. Yeah. because the I rest of you The funny part is I think you and nobody, I think, 
I, I don't think Luna will hang as long as you will. Because, yeah, you're definitely Let me go ahead and guarantee that. Absolutely <laughs> not. She oh, she really? Like, like, wait, oh see, I pegged her. She's not making it. She's, she talks a lot of great game about making it. But I know we would get somewhere. Man, I but don't I even totally think want, we'd get that I totally part. want to film that. Let's see where we each tap out at as we jerk Well, I was going to say, the caveat is we have to figure out a way to film it that uh, Shelly can be in charge of. Because <laughs> she's going to be the lone gunman by the end. I'm going to be like, hi guys, yeah. it's me. Yeah. I'm still walking. I'm good. Hey everybody. Mimosa here. Yeah. White people. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I we're, just a, we're just a daisy chain of trash behind her. That <laughs> would um, be great. I can't wait to see some... Maybe the Hammerfist guys. That's like, true. Getting trashed. They're in that true. area. That that's could, true. We could make it They can be our chaperones. Our wrestling nerds... Uh, <laughs> Well, everyone, uh, thank you so much for joining us for a very non-wrestling uh, episode of IndieCast After Dark. Don't worry, we're back to wrestling next week. Yes, that's true. Um, <laughs> I think we even have a guest again. Yeah, if we can get them on the rotary phone. But anyways, <laughs> so that's a different, tease. Different guest, actually. Oh, damn it. Uh, well, anyways, uh, for everybody here, uh, for everyone helping produce this, a.k.a. me, uh, the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network, and for all of you dozens and dozens listening, on behalf of... Chad Allen and Shelly Allen. I'm Zach Romero. Until next time, deuces. Greetings, everybody. Chad Allen here from the IndieCast. Uh, well, I guess obviously they're listening to the show. Uh, here to talk to you about Phil Singer Games. Uh, I know you've probably heard us talk about it uh, before if you're a listener of the episode, but if you're not, Phil Singer Games for over 30 years has been the top wrestling card and dice role playing style game that's on the market right now. An absolute blast to play uh, if you play the Champions of the Galaxy version where you can pretend to be one of the many stars from the future and battle them out to legends of uh, today from here on Earth with guys like Andre the Giant and the Road Warriors or to the most recent independent up-and-comers. You can play any single one of them or you can even play them against each other. It gives you the chance to have those dream matches you never thought you wanted to see until right this moment. And you can find out all about it on philsingergames.com. There are hundreds of wrestlers to choose from. Tell them the IndyCast sent you. Go to philsingergames.com. Just shove it in my face. I'm ready to greet the day, you fucker. Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty ass Meryl Street. We are, we're touching wieners. Not touching wieners good. professionally. What I am is a big, queer, stone cold Steve Austin. So, hey, Zach Romero, I bet you didn't know this. This is supposed to be a wrestling.